opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome in. Take my hand. Say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can. We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious, we'll be friends. Welcome in everyone to Visibilities on February 3rd. It's hard to believe that it's the second month of the year already. But we're here and we are very happy that you were here with us. And this is Visibilities, and we are doing uh, this evening's program is on the ACB awards that are presented, most of them every year. Some of them are not always presented each year. Um, I have a couple of great guests with us this evening to talk about the awards and to talk about the people that these awards were named for, um, they were the people who were the leaders in this organization and who have done so much in the past and are, and in some cases still are, um, doing so much that we all, um, have appreciated and have, uh, and have continued this organization because of what they started and each year, we honor their memories by awarding awarding awards. I guess <laughs> not the best set of words. Um, by recognizing people who are continuing the work that so many of them started so many years ago, um, and we're going to get into a little bit about several of the uh, original people and talk about a few of the people who have received those awards in uh, some of the more recent years and some going back quite a way. And there are several of us on this call who had the great fortune of knowing some of these people that we pay tribute to. Um, but first, I want to thank Cindy LeBon for hosting for us this evening. Sheila Young for pinch hitting there um, with the with the tape. And Larry Gassman, who is streaming us on ACB Media One and will and does our podcasting for us every week. And with that, let me just get past that and just let people know one quick announcement. I put out this afternoon on the leadership list, and that is anyone that's got an upcoming convention this spring is more than welcome to come on and give us an announcement about it, uh, what, when it is, if it's uh, hybrid or in person, what the theme is, the dates, the costs, those types of things, how people can register for it, all of that kind of quick information. We can, um, we, I am more than happy to announce any upcoming events, uh, that will be happening between now and convention. 
which is, I don't know, stats around the middle of June sometime, and I'm not good. But Janet Dickelman is with us, and she'll get it. She'll straighten oh, me I'm out here to talk date. about awards. I'm not here to talk about convention. <laughs> I know, you have but to I come to roundabout in Louisville I forget after what this is over. Starts. <laughs> in person is June 30th. <laughs> and virtual is is before that, but we'll, virtual is before that, and we'll get to. I can we'll talk get about to that, that for a second, time. or I'll come another time. Yes, we'll get to that another time. Um, it's way off yet, so that's that's great. Um, one other quick thing I want to tell you is next week I'm going to have Mark Reichert on, and Mark put out a post recently that got several responses, and it had to do with the Cogswell Macy Act that he has been shepherding through Congress for about the last eight or nine years, uh, and some issues regarding. Uh, low vision aids and services for children with low vision in uh, in special education programs. And so I'm going to be putting out an invitation to ACB families and to the next generation because they're the ones with all the little kids now. Um, we've all been there, done that. <laughs> uh, but so that will be next next Friday's call. And the Friday after that, I will be having uh, the two gentlemen that are the outreach people from Humanware. That's about the same time that they're going to be doing the launch of the um, Victor Stream 3. And we will have them on on Friday the 17th. I think it's this. Yeah, the 17th. So anyway, I just wanted to let people know all of that. And now on to awards. And the... As if she didn't have enough to do with convention, the um, our first guest this evening is Janet Dickelman, who's also on the awards committee. And I think Peter Altschul will be joining her. I'm not. He is. He's I'm here. There he is. He's I here. do see yep. you, Peter. Here. Yep. I did I find you, Peter. Yep. That's okay. And, and then Penny Reader will also be talking with us about the Board of Publications Awards. And so, mm -hmm. Janet. I'm going to turn it over to you because I know you've got um, a lot of the technical, the the, the right, the, the how details, tos, the yes. how tos. I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna do some how tos and a little bit about the, and then we'll talk history. Yes, and recipients. So let me go through my my little uh, spiel first about how to apply for awards and all of that and. Um, first of all, on the ACB Awards Committee, and there's several, couple other people on this call too, I noticed coming in, but on our award committee, our co-chairs are Connie Sims and Carrie Muth, and I thought I heard Oregon come in, so I think Carrie Muth is on, Muth is on the call. Uh, also on the committee is Natalie Couch, and um, I'm sorry, I love, uh, Peter Altrell, of course, we talked about Peter, Ant Brash, Jean Mann, Natalie Couch, Sharon Lovering is our officer liaison, and uh, so we have done. a great committee. And this year we're doing a couple things a little differently, so let me get through that first of all. We are, a lot of people, first of all, our deadline is April 1st for our awards. And when we go through the award categories, please keep in mind that this is a national award. You might have some people in your 
state or special interest affiliate that have done an outstanding job locally. And that's wonderful. But these awards are really to encompass more of a national nature. So we want something that really has more of an impact just than a local impact. And we also know that sometimes people have a little difficulty writing up award letters. So new this year, we are doing something. We are not writing the letter for you. It's going to be your words. But if you have difficulty physically writing or just aren't quite sure how to how to format a letter, you can call two of our people on our awards committee. You can call Natalie or you can call Jean and they will give you you can give them your thoughts and they will write them down verbatim. They're not writing up the article for you. They're just writing what you want on there. So um, if you have difficulty sending a, submitting a letter to us, call either one of them. And I'm going to give out their phone numbers now, but then I'll give them again at the end of the um, our time here. And they are also in the uh, January Braille Forum. Um, but Natalie's phone number is 217-369-5139. And she's working during the day. So evenings are, or weekends are best for her. And she's in Eastern time. And then Jean Mann, also in Eastern time, can be reached at 518-640-9572. Also this year, in the past, and you can still do this if you'd like, but we had asked people to send their award nominations to both Connie and Carrie. But we have set up an email address now, and that is acbawards one at gmail.com. So if you want to send your award nomination to that address, that would be great. Again, the deadline is um, April 1st. And excuse me, if you want to read additional information about awards, go to acb.org, our website. And there is a link for the award committee. And you can find all of our information, the award criteria, and a list of people who have won awards in the past. So that is all online. It is up and running can, now, huh? It is. Yes, that's, oh, that's what I was told. I, Very cool. I have to say, I did not go and look it up but to make sure that it was up there, but that's what I was told. So. I guess we, know, nobody, we know that no one would tell you a fib. Well, so. then I, I don't know. <laughs> so that's, that's great. Just now, let little, me ask you one, yes. one very quick question. That email address again that you uh, just gave out the ACB Awards one. And that's, email. A, and that's the digit one, not O-N-E. Yes, I'm sorry. Number yeah. no, uh, the the one, the digit one with nothing else. No number sign, no O-N-E. Good clarification. ACBawards1 at gmail.com. Great. Thank you. And, and, and Janet, I'm not fully sure this is accurate, but if you want, if you if you can't find us on the web, you can shoot us an email at ACBawards1 at gmail.com asking for the criteria, and we will, we will happily send them to you. Yes, that goes to our awards co-chair. So you can, you can certainly do that. I think someone's not muted here. Yeah. Um, um, I hear Jonathan, some, if you wouldn't mind muting. Thank you. Here's some background. And let's just talk very briefly about some of the awards. We're going to get into detail in a moment, but I just want to talk about some of the awards that the ACB Award Committee handles. 
and we handle the um, Derwood K. McDaniel Award. We handle the George Card Award, the Robert S. Bray Award, the James R. Olson Award, the Marjorie Beeman Volunteer Award, and then the Outreach Award. And then there are two growth awards that those are based on statistics. We They come under our purview as the awards committee, but those are based on totally on numbers, based on the percentage and the number of growth in your affiliates. So the nominations that you would be concerned about are for Durward, George, Robert Bray, James Olson, Marjorie, and the affiliate outreach award and i'm just going to talk about the affiliate outreach award for a second because i think that award kind of gets lost in the shuffle but it's a very it's a very important word award it is for an affiliate that has done something that has a measurable outcome um and it is based on a recommendation by an affiliate president and it recognizes a local chapter for their outreach programs. And we've had things like an affiliate in Ohio that refurbished and handed out CCTVs and other, you know, just organizations, ACB of Ohio, Columbus chapter for their outreach. And then we had, um, Friends and Focus in Medina, Ohio. Ohio does a lot of outreach or promotes their affiliates because they're the ones who handed out the CCTVs. So this is something that as an affiliate president, think about what your affiliates or your chapters are doing to do some really amazing outreach that has measurable results. You can count how many CCTVs they sent out. So keep those in mind when you are writing your awards also. Um, Peter, have I missed anything in the minutia of award writing or yeah, award there, submissions? There, there, there are a couple of things I would say. One is okay. understand that we don't give out each of these awards every year. So we may only give out two of the awards one year or maybe three the next. or maybe We'd one. love to give them all out if we have but, qualified you know, but, nominations. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, you know, it, it, there's no guarantee that we will give out all the awards every year. In fact, we usually do not. So that doesn't mean we don't appreciate your letters, but, you know, we just come, you know, we just make a decision as a, as a committee that some awards, uh, you know, aren't uh, the, the criteria aren't sufficiently met. Um, and so um, I want you to know that the other thing I wanted to say is sometimes um, people say, I want to apply, uh, um, uh, I want to nominate this person for their, say, the Durward K. McDaniel Award. And we on the committee decide, no, um, this person is really good, but I think this person better fits this criteria. Uh, and, you know, we hope we've. We 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 hope you will uh, uh, accept our indulgence. We will reach out to the person who makes that nomination. Makes that nomination and, and check. And just to give an example of how this works in practice, uh, <laughs> somebody acknowledged um, my co-host for the volunteer Marjorie Beeman Award, and we decided as a group, no, Janet doesn't. Uh, she, she's a more Dora K. McDaniel person, so we gave her that award instead. So that kind of thing does yeah. happen. And, um, and, you know, please don't be offended. And we, we will check, you know, um, if that happens, as Janet said, but it, this does happen. So th those are the only two things I want to say. 
And uh, also, if you send in a nomination letter and your person doesn't get nominated, that doesn't mean you shouldn't try again. That's right. Because sometimes, you know, there may just be a letter that just is a little more, gives a little more information, or we just feel that the person has the attributes that more closely meet what we're looking for for the award. So it's nothing personal. So, you know, keep trying. All right. Uh, should we and talk? Let me just oh. let, let me just add one yes. more thing. You may have said it. And I may have missed it. What Probably is not. the dead? What is the deadline? April first. April first. There we go. There we go. So this gives I everyone. Did, I could have missed it. Two yes, months. Got- it gives everyone and, nearly two months to. And if you, if you can't write, call call Jean or call Natalie. I know Jean's on this call. Jean's cringing now yeah. that I said this. <laughs> ACB Media, although it's been said before, so Jean, no, Jean volunteered to do this, and Natalie. So thanks to both of them. All right, should we talk a little bit about some of the awards? And sure, I'm going to rely heavily on Terry because not that she's old, but she's been with ACB a lot longer than I have. So she's got a lot of knowledge of a lot of these people. And I know, I know, Penny, you've been around for a while, too. And I know you're on the call. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, or Peter, feel free to jump in at any time. But our first award is the Derwood K. McDaniel Award. And that is presented to recognize in recognition of outstanding service by a blind person. So this has to be someone who is blind. A couple of our awards are limited to people who are blind only. So make sure you reach the criteria, that, read the criteria carefully because we have had people who were nominated for this award who were not blind and we weren't able to um, take those nominations. So, um, and would you like to remind folks which one is the ambassador award? That is that is Derwood that's K. The, that's yes. Derwood K. Derwood okay. K. McDaniel. I always get award. that mixed up myself. Yep. I, have I to thought confess. I said that, but maybe I didn't. Um, and that's in recognition for outstanding service by a blind person who has contributed to the betterment of the blindness community. So it doesn't have to be just ACB, just someone who has really done outstanding work um, promoting blindness in any aspect. And this recipient must possess leadership qualities and demonstrate strength, uh, demonstrate, gosh, I can't read tonight, strength as a positive role model. And And that's, I think, what that, what that award was originally intended as, was when it was originally just the ambassador award, is that that particular award can be, can be given to someone who is blind or visually impaired, but they're by the, by their own being and by their achievements, they are imp- they are uh, improving uh, people's ad- people's uh, opinions, people's opinions of blind and of mm-hmm. blind and visually impaired people. That can vary and has very often been presented to people who have spent their lives working in a totally non-blindness related field. Yes. Could be someone who's a lawyer. Um, I know we've done it with a few uh, judges in the past. Um, the first one that pops into my mind that I'm still hoping gets um, some, recogni- some recognition uh, with one of the tours this summer is Ed Walker. 
Ed Walker hmm. um, was is was known. Yes, he was involved with HCB and with our local chapter here, but he was primarily known for all the work that he did in radio. Yes, um, and yes. That, that type of thing. So that this one does that. I think that's the big difference is that this one, the person, yes, the person's blind, but no, they don't have to have spent their lives working in the in the. The idea is to have brought all of their abilities to the global community. Carrie, if I if I might, I want to read a portion of the uh, require of the awards because I think it for me it, it distinguishes this award. It says contributed most to the acceptance and understanding of blind people as capable contributing members of the community. Yes, yes. good. That's, through that's their actions a- and through their. Uh, modeling or whatever words you want to use, um, you know, that's sort of what the ambassador award is too. They're, they're ambassadors. They're trying to convey a message about. And that's, yes, that's why it's the Derwood K. McDaniel ambassador. Right. Exactly. If I can take a moment of personal privilege, I was after when I got the Derwood K. McDaniel award, I thought, wow, why did I get that? You know, I thought a Marjorie G. Beeman volunteer award would really fit what I have done better. But then I thought about it and I thought, all right, I worked for the federal government for 35 years. I was one of the first people trained for working with Social Security. I was a supervisor. I think the only blind supervisor with Social Security for a number of years. There might have been a couple more after me, but I know I was. And the work that I do with hotels, promoting ACB, working with them to train them about our attendees and make them feel comfortable and setting up these conventions. And I thought, well, yeah, I guess maybe that is being a positive role model. So you may not even think of yourself or, you know, you have to kind of think outside the box. And if I, might, if I might respond, because I'm the one who rec- who recommended that we, we take uh uh, and it switch it was me and what i said was exactly what you said that uh, because the, the way you model yourself when uh you're dealing with all the chaos of organizing conventions in the hotel and and all of us people trying to get stuff done i felt it was just an incredible role model of what it means to be a capable compassionate you know sane blind person uh, uh, all right. I, I don't know about the sane part, but <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, as, as uh, just uh, behind the scenes, really, I was the one of a couple people said, now she's better off with this award. And Janet, I'm glad you sort of came to that conclusion yourself, because that really was sort of our conclusion as well. Well, thank you. And we, we have had some great Derwood K. McDaniel Award recipients. Oral Miller, who, you know, talk about an attorney, talk about the face of Blind people. Uh, Christine Ha, who was the Master Chef winner, who was blind. I mean, showing the world that people who are blind can can cook. I mean, that's that's pretty amazing. Um, so we've had some pretty pretty amazing. Uh, Dr. Aubrey uh, Webson and it, uh, Alan Peterson, who has done so much community work in his community. I mean, ran for city office and, you know, really showed he ran for Congress. Did he run for Congress? I thought he it was, even was ran it, for Congress. At one was point, it Congress? Yes. I, okay. I knew he did I, something I, on the state level. I, I, yeah, I know he's on state too, but he ran for Congress, oh, I think I twice, at least oh, wow. once. State legislature. It was state. Yeah. Not national Congress. Right. Okay. 
Oh, but I still, I thought it was. I thought the first one was national, but we were very, very proud of him. <laughs> but still, I, I, that's I, I, pretty I'm amazing. About something because uh, you mentioned Ed Walker that he hasn't been nominated or something. He won in 2003, according to what I, I That's what he I did. said. He yeah. did okay. win it in 2003. Okay, I misheard you. Okay, yeah, no problem. Yeah, we even had um, I can't say his name came out and presented it. Oh, the other half know. of the Joy Boys. Willard Scott? No. Willard Scott. It was. Willard Scott did the presentation. Cool. At the um, O3 convention. Very cool. Do you want to say a few words about Durwood, Terry? Um, I think the, I don't know that there's much more to be said about him. Um, But I think that Durwood was, you know, Durwood... Durwood qualified for the for the McDaniel ambassador yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> That's it was um, in that Durwood also had a life beyond ACB, at least in the early years before ACB took it over. I think, <laughs> um, you know, with his own law, uh, law practice and that type of thing. Um, and and so I think it's very appropriate that 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 became the amba- that the ambassador award became named was eventually named for him. But that's about. I, I think you know. I, I, I there you. are many people on here that knew Durwood as that knew Durwood as long as well as I did. And um, all right, well, let's go on to George Card. And I, okay. I didn't have the privilege of knowing him either. But George Card I. was the executive secretary of the Wisconsin Council of the Blind and a member of ACB's board of directors, and he was a delegate to the. World Council for the Welfare of the Blind, and I'm wondering if that is what is now the World Blind Union. And he was an associate editor of the Braille Forum. So it is um, presented in recognition of outstanding service, and this is also by a blind person who has contributed to the betterment of the blindness community. So he has contributed to the betterment, not necessarily as an ambassador, but contributed to the betterment of the community. And this recipient, of course, must possess leadership qualities and demonstrate strengths as a positive role model. So it's similar to Derwood K. McDaniel, but the main difference is Derwood K. is the ambassador award. I think of that more as sharing with people, whereas George Card is more the betterment of, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think it's kind of a, you know, the, amb- the ambassador is going out into the world and yes. going beyond the blindness community, and the card is within the blindness It's within the blindness community. And the other thing I'll tell you about George Card um, that I remember reading in People of Vision is he and his wife, and I think it was multiple summers, um, got in their car and drove around the country working on starting affiliates and chapters wow. throughout the throughout the country. Um, and he did a lot of that work when he uh, he was uh, he was a little bit later than Durwood and some of the others in getting in and getting in changing his affiliation, shall we say? Yes. Um, because I'm looking he, here, he was the editor of the Braille Monitor also at one time, and then he right. came over to us. <laughs> right. And he, uh, but they did a lot of of, de- of membership development. Yep. He did as well, which and, I think was uh, was also um, a, a great thing. For, uh, you know, in, in those days, you didn't 
send an email saying, hey, you interested? You drove to wherever they were in Athens, Georgia, or where, you know, from Wisconsin and that type of thing. Yes. And let's talk about a few of the uh, George Card Award recipients. Uh, In 2010, the awards committee surprised Dan and Brenda Dillon with the George Card Award because of all of their outreach. Uh, Pratik Patel, um, Paul Edwards, talk about someone who does a lot of outreach. Uh, Walter Spielum, I don't know. I don't remember. He's from uh, Japan or was from Japan, I think. Oh, okay. I do remember that now. Yeah. And uh, Cindy Hollis. And then um, Camille Caffarelli in 2020 from Horizons for the Blind was given the award posthumously. So there's a lot of history in that award also. I noticed the name Abraham Nemeth as well got this award in, in 2002. Yes, he did. Oh, I didn't go all that, that far back. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, anyway. We all know what he did. We do indeed. Thanks to his Braille math system. All right. He tried to explain. He was disgusted that I didn't know it. Oh. Um, <laughs> that he tried to explain it to me over dinner one night. <laughs> Up in Baltimore oh, several years ago. <laughs> and I was that like, must have been interesting. Yeah, it was like, oh, that's nice. That <laughs> would take quite a few courses to explain that. I think. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I just kept saying my husband used my husband uses it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about Robert Bray. And Robert Bray Award may be given to an individual or an organization that has made a significant contribution to improving library services, uh, information technology, or communications access. And uh, Robert Bray was the chief of the Division of Blind and Physically Handicapped Library of Congress, which is now NLS, uh, the precursor to NLS. And he was their first director from 1957 to 1972. Can you imagine all the changes he saw? I know, it's really, it is amazing. When you, I mean, 1957, my, those, bra- those, those Braille books. Those heavy, and, sli- the Braille books, I'm picking the And the huge slate. talking book machines. Yes, <laughs> yes and, the, and the huge records for it. Yes, oh my goodness. Oh, and in goodness. the 70s, we were getting into some computerized things. Yeah, well, it was in the 70s that we started getting, we're getting into, what were they called? The cassettes. The and, uh, before that, even the plastic discs. Oh, the yeah, the, the discs. The throwaway ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cartridge. Well, not the cartridges yet, but. Yeah, they were like a record, yeah. only they were yeah. the real thin plastic. Yes, I know what that, you're talking about. Discs, I, I don't know, CD, not yeah. CDs, I don't know. No, yeah, I know I, what you I mean. Can't remember, but they yeah, okay. But we have library or technology. Think of we ha- we gave this to uh, Judy Dixon in 2010, and uh, Christopher Toth. Um, what am I losing here? Um, Regal Mary Entertainment. Le- Mary Levine at Mary Levine in 2009. Yep, Weight Watchers for everything that they've done for technology. Sarah Herlinger from Apple. Um, so now we, let me ask you a question. Yes. Um, there's, there's a company that I think is pretty cool um, that makes dogsters. It's like Frosty Paws. 
Oh, okay. Um, that has the Braille on the side of the, all of their packaging. Huh. Well, now would that be right something up, for the Braille? It, it could be. That's where I would put it. I mean, that's where I would nominate it. Yes, because it can be an individual or a company. Mm. Um, Ira has received it. Um, Karen Kenninger has received it. So anything technology library wise. And this to me, this could fall under technology, but there might be another place too. Which I'm, I'm thinking that there's another place in the yes, BOP yes. awards. But yes. I was thinking that was the, the best example I could come up with off the top but of my I head. But like, I like that. Yes. So anybody technology library wise, and again, individual or company, and this does not have to be someone who is blind, unlike um, DKM and um, George, where we need, where it has to be someone who is blind, the braid is not. Right. But then there's also the James R. Olson Award. And that is a Distinguished Service Award, and that's given in honor of Jim Olson, ACB's longest-serving uh, staff member. And um, let me see here. Where's my award criteria for? I'm reading all about Jim, but I just want to get to my award criteria. Uh, this award may be given to an individual or organization, again, that has made important contributions to advance opportunities for the blindness uh, community. So you might be able to advance your opportunities. That might be your frosty pause too, because they're making it more accessible for individuals. Oh, that's a good point. Yep. Um, and in 2010, it went to the representatives, Edward uh, Malkia, Adolphus Towns, and uh, John Kerry, and Mark Pryor. It has also gone to Brian Charlson. Uh, it's gone to Chris Gray. It's gone to uh, Dorothy Taylor and Father John Sheehan for all of his work with Xavier Society. All right. And uh, Dr. Helen Lee. And it went to Microsoft. You know, look at all that they've done. Um, so there's a lot of people. So I think, I think your frosty pause likeness could go to could might qualify under either of those two awards it's interesting and, and again i i wouldn't get too hung up about which award to uh, nominate you know because we we're very well, straight committee i mean you do right but we do want yeah. you to nominate it for something we, we do we do and we want you to make your best shot but yep. you know we may you know right we may say people. oh no it fits here yeah. Just like we're doing tonight. Right. So. All right. Lastly, and this is an award that I'm very proud, the James R. Olson Award, too. I, I love that award, and I love Jim Olson. He was an absolute wonderful, wonderful. He, that's an understatement. He yes. was. And his entire Jim family and I would spend Jim and I would spend hours on the phone together. Yeah. <laughs> his wife, his daughters, uh, and yeah. they're still members of our state affiliate and Anne is a life member of Anne and the girls are both life members of ACB. And they, they, the whole family, you know, they'd they'd come down and Anne would be uh, doing registration and they just, they just have always just put their entire lives into it. And that's why when this, when it, I remember when we first talked about what we were going to do about an award in memory of Jim, um, it was the, the, uh, what did we call it? The, 
outstanding service award, something yeah. like that. Well, and and because Jim was that he was, was all about, about Jim. He was. He was totally, totally. And you know, and he'd be telling me stories about what he was doing at his church and 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 Anne starting in September or something. Um Making cookies for Christmas. Cookies, cookies and gardens. I mean, beautiful (laughs) gardener. I mean, they were very worked in their garden, did all this, you know, community outreach. And and they would always, and didn't they used to have a big barbecue or something in their yard? Our uh, ACB of Minnesota picnic was at their home for many years. That's what I'm thinking. And it was some kind of a. Some kind of a yes. something that involved food, and <laughs> and even even this year we just had our auction for ACB of Minnesota, and and donated cookies for it. <laughs> I didn't get them; they go too high. <laughs> but the last but not least is yes. the award that I am the proudest of because I had something to do with getting it started. But is the Marjorie G. Beeman <laughs> Volunteer Recognition Award, and. Anybody who has ever been to any kind of ACB convention, I mean, I, I'm I'm tearing up just talking about Marjorie's service to ACB. She is the Energizer Bunny. She runs from one end of the convention to the next. She's at the airport for hours, for several days, helping people get to and fro. She, she does all the accessibility at the hotel, you know, making sure those soda and Snack machines are labeled, making sure all the Braille numbers are correct. The woman never sleeps. And she also exemplifies volunteerism for what she does, not only with ACB, but with a Blue Santa program in Austin, with a an organization where she collects clothing for women for job interviews who may not have the clothing for job interviews and coaches them on how to interview for a job. She works with them. Um, and she also is an outstanding baker and donates greatly to all of our auctions and quilter. And she exemplifies also what volunteerism is. And and she has worked for many, many years, long before, I think before she even got overly involved with ACB, she um, actually received many years ago the Miguel Medal uh, from American Foundation. Oh, um, she had gotten it there and she has gotten all kinds of awards and does works like crazy, like she does at ACB for Blended Veterans Association. Yes. And she's been with us. I'm just looking since 1982. Is it that long? My yes, goodness. That is, <laughs> I know I had to look too because, <laughs> you know, and she truly is the energizer buddy. She, bunny. She, the woman never sleeps. I keep saying that Janet actually is taking lessons from her. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that. I have to sleep once in a while. <laughs> and in uh, the award was begun in 2016, and Marjorie was the first recipient of it, and that was as it should be. And I had to really lie to get her to stay at the banquet because she's like, oh, I think I need to go back to my room. You know, she ate three bites of something because she doesn't eat either. And she said, I've got to go back to my room and look at my list for the airport. And I'm like, no, Marjorie, just stay for a few minutes, please. I, I need you to stay. Um, I got to have you help me with, I can't even remember what I told her, some some ball face lie to get her to stay <laughs> so that she would be there when we gave her the award. And uh, in 2017, it was given to Sally Benjamin, 
and we know about her volunteerism. Uh, yes. Patty Cox is a recipient. Uh, Michael Smitherman and uh, Rhonda Trott got it in 2022. So those are all very worthy. All very, very deserving people. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And then, as I mentioned, the Affiliate Outreach Awards. So those are the awards under our purview. Well, that is quite a list. Yes. And, and I've so, talked way longer than I probably should have. And I'm sorry, B.O.P. That's people. all right. I interrupted and added to it. <laughs> so why don't we go on for a few minutes with Penny? Um, Penny, I want to welcome you tonight. Um, Penny's often okay. here as as my best friend. She's uh, here tonight with a little bit different hat on um, from the <laughs> Board of Publications. And she's going to talk with us about their awards. And so, um, can you hear them. me? Because yes, yes. I oh, good. I couldn't link again, so I'm. Oh, now you're I'm, a little. I'm only, wait, I'm, a little I'm soft. on one tap again. So, um, so the BOP, the Board of Publications, has several awards, and all those awards are outlined in the February Braille Forum. So, if you can't remember what award is for what, just look at your February Forum, and you will find all the awards listed. And just like the others, ours are all uh, all due on April 1st. And the first one we have is the, um, um, I, don't, I don't know which one to go for. I'll go with the. Um, the Ned Freeman. The Freeman, the, the Ned E. Freeman Award. And Ned Freeman was the first president of ACB, right? He um, was, and, and he's actually he, the only president that's had an award named after him. Yeah, how about that? That's really amazing. Which I think is, it. yeah, but I think it's very appropriate. Um, so the Nettie Freeman Award is for, it's a writing award. And um, to, um, there, uh, the way it works in the Board of Publications is that uh, it's for an article that's written and published in the Braille Forum between um, May of this year backwards through April of last year. So anything that was written between last April and this May would qualify. And Sharon sends uh, all the members of the Board of Publication uh, list of all the articles that would qualify. So an article would only qualify if it's written, if it's not kind of an official article. So the article's about Janet's wonderful article telling you about convention. We expect Janet to write those articles and not to be awarded for them. But if someone were to write an article about a wonderful time they had at convention or something amazing that happened to them while they were at convention, that kind of article might, uh, might qualify. So Sharon sends us a list. We read them all, and then we rank them all. Everybody on the Board of Publications ranks every article. And then hopefully, several articles will... Um, uh, come to the top of the list, and the article that gets the most votes is the one that wins. But it's not only Braille Forum articles that qualify for the Freeman Award. If your affiliate newsletter has an amazing article, that too could qualify. And so if that is the case, if your affiliate uh, has published some amazing article in your newsletter or your magazine, uh, if you send that article to Sharon Lovering and say, I think this qualifies for the Freeman Award. She will add that to the list 
and it will be ranked by all of us who read it. And uh, sometimes those articles win. Last year, the article that won was published in the Florida uh, Council of the Blind Newsletter. It was from Anthony Corona about his 9-11 experience. So that's the Freeman Award. A second award that we do is the Vernon Henley Award. And Vernon Henley, Terry reminded me of this earlier, is the person who created ACB Reports. And that is a uh, an audio publication that is played on radio reading services all over the country. It's also released on every recording of the Braille Forum. Um, and so Mr. Henley created that project and was the first person who recorded the um, the segments. Um, and he passed away after about three years of doing this in a terrible fire. <clears throat> and um, uh, I, 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 I did not know him, but I met, I've met people who did. I knew no one knew him. Um, and they told me what a wonderful, you know, creative, just extraordinary person he was. So, um, that award is a media award. So if there's something that's appeared in the media that lets people know that blind people are capable people who can do cool, extraordinary things, that kind of, um, of media occurrence would qualify for this Vernon Henley Award. I remember when I worked at ACB, we gave the Henley Award to McDonald's. Because that year they had a TV commercial with a little girl who was blind, who was reading a McDonald's menu out loud to her mom. And it was just a wonderful portrayal of a blind child behaving just like every other blind kid who wants a milkshake and fries and a happy meal and um, everything else she can get at McDonald's. Uh, So that was a really cool example. So anything in the media that would let people know that blind people are capable people um, would qualify for the Henley Award. And sometimes it's hard for us to get those nominees. So please, if you know of something, if you see a commercial, you read a magazine article, you read something in the newspaper. Um, I know I just read an article in the New York Times, I think that would qualify for that. Um, send it to Sharon Lovering again and say, this award, this is an article or a piece or a podcast that qualifies for the Vernon Henley Award, and uh, maybe it'll win. And the last award is the Hollis Liggett Award. Hollis Liggett was the man who wrote the Braille Free Press, which was the newspaper written totally in Braille by people who were blind. Um, And Mr. Liggett wrote and edited that publication. I think other people wrote articles too. But they did it by hand. And they passed it around among themselves. And that's how ACB got started. So this is an award that honors Mr. Liggett. And it's for an affiliate publication. So if your affiliate has a wonderful newsletter, I know the Washington affiliate has a fabulous newsletter. Um, Or maybe you do a podcast. Or maybe you do some kind of a telephonic announcement that's incredible. If you you have to send two examples of the publication, and again, it doesn't have to be in print or Braille. It can be audio. Uh, I guess it could be video as well. Um, send those nominations again to Sharon Lovering, and we will consider that for the Hall of Cricket Award. And I think that covers everything. Again, 
LV awards are covered in the February Braille Forum, and all the nominations are due on April 1st. I think it does. The one thing I'd like to just add a little bit about was the Vern- on the Vernon Henley Award. And that is that he was an ACB member. He was not necessarily someone that was overly uh, in the leadership at the time when he when he first conceived of ACB reports um, and did it for three years until his um, untimely death in the house fire. But at that by that point in time, he had become somewhat of a leader in this organization because he was by then the chair of the Board of Publications. Oh, that's uh, right. So, you know, it's any, anybody can grow up and be president, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, McDonald's I mean, ad. That was so cute. People. We honor people for what they do for us. And, you know, the other thing I was just going to mention, I don't think we got yeah. to Janet, is that there are two affiliate awards. One is the uh, growth, uh, the percentage, and the other one is the number. I and that's something that just Sharon that, does. That's, yeah. Yes, that's something, those are that, something that those Those are something that I really numbers. wanted to. They're just numbers, but they are something that I really wanted to um, kind of focus on just for a minute. Because this is the time of year with everybody getting their uh, do, their um, membership, membership. Uh, renewals and such done. This is the time to really work on point. getting your affiliate um, that the be, to be one of the possible winners of either one of those two awards. Very good point. All right, Janet, I know we're running low on time, and Janet has another hat to wear this evening. <laughs> I have to run, I have to go put on my other hat, but and I, it's ten <laughs> of now. So yep. <laughs> I, I want to give Janet a time to a minute just to go through again the uh, details on how to. Uh, place a person in nomination. All right. For any of these awards. So if you want to send an award nomination for any of the awards, and remember, as we said, these are national awards because these were national members that they represent. You can send your information via email to ACB Awards Digit One, ACB Awards One at gmail.com. If you don't want to write up your award, you can call Natalie at 217-369-5139 or Jean at 518-640-9572. Both these ladies are in Eastern time zone, but please call them at a respectable time. No calling at one o'clock in the morning, please. They wouldn't appreciate that. Natalie does work during the day, so evenings or weekends are better for her. And Jean, you just call, and when if you can catch her, you're you're lucky. No, Jean, Jean will get back to you, <laughs> as will Natalie. So, um, and that is how. And you can also go to acb.org, and there's a link for the awards committee that gives all the information. And that article was also in the January ACB Braille form. And thank you very much. And if you can't remember any of this, I think it's on the podcast and it's it's on the the podcast forum. (laughs) And you're also welcome to reach out to me. I think a lot of people have my phone number. If you can't remember who to reach out to, call me. Thank you very much, Janet. I think I'm going to run. You do that. So 
Thank you. I'm going to run out of Kentucky. All right. Bye. Bye, Awards Committee. Thank you for being there. Bye, Penny. Bye, everybody. And Terry, thanks as always for having me. And I'll come back and talk about convention at some point. Yes. (laughs) Maybe in March. We'll get to that. Um, One person that I've noticed is on now, is on the call, who um, I don't know if she might. Katie, if there's anything you'd like to add as chair of the Board of Publications? I'm just noticing Katie's on. If you want to unmute, you're more than welcome to. Yes. Can you all hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, Yeah. Just want to add that um, thanks for having us on to talk about the awards and Penny did a great job covering them. Um, Just want to invite people um, to, if you have something you want to share, um, feel free to We have our um, ACB Voices blog that we are working on um, updating that here in the new year and kind of getting some posts out for that here in February. So um, let your voice be heard in that forum as well as in the ACB Braille forum. Um, Some good issues coming up with with that, with some of our themes. So, um, but the blog is a great way to get your voice out there in not just in writing, but it is possible to submit an audio or video um, recording if you choose. And so it's just another medium that we have for um, ACB members and friends to share their voice and share their experience with us. And so if you want to contribute something to the blog, um, send it to voices at acb.org. And those blog entries will qualify for um, for like a media award. If you if you love the blog entry where Tom Kaufman played all that beautiful music, then you could nominate it. So that'd be cool. It would indeed. And I thank you. And I noticed that I I don't want to go through all of them because I'm afraid I'm going to miss them. But I have noticed. I want to thank Peter for being on with us tonight as well. And I'm noticing that there are other members. Um, of the, uh, I know the BLP list, I know, because there's only five names on it. So I know Zelda's with us this evening. And uh, the awards committee, I lost track of who's on it. Um, yeah, you have five uh, minutes, besides, Terry. I see, yeah, I, yes, thanks, Cindy. Um, I see Jean Mann. But if anyone else, whether you're on a committee or not, if anyone has any questions or want to raise your hand, please feel free to Ray Campbell. Go for it. Okay. Real quick. Two quick award winner stories. First of all, Scott Marshall was one of the DKM Ambassador Award winners. And I remember when he got up to the microphone, he went, oh, oh, shoot. Except he didn't say shoot. He said another word that starts with (laughs) S-H and ends with T. (laughs) So it was funny. The second is Barry Levine. And when he he unfortunately oh, won the Bray him. Award posthumously, and I had the honor of accepting it on his be on his family's behalf. But I will tell you all, that may not have happened. The nomination of Barry may not have happened. Well, I bet it would have eventually. But I, when Barry passed away that very evening, I was in Arizona at the Arizona convention sitting in their hospitality room. And I had had a few libations, as I want to do. And Dick Bledsoe, our state president, called and said, he could have talked me in just about anything. He said, Ray, what do you think of nominating Barry Levine for the Robert S. Bray Award? And I said, 
ah, Dick, just do, do whatever you want. Go for it, Dick. Go for it. So <laughs> Dick could have probably, if he had said spend $5,000 on something, I probably would have agreed with it. But uh, <laughs> that was what he wanted to do. And absolutely, it was a wonderful idea. And as I said, we had the it honor was. of not only receiving the award, but presenting it to his wife and his one of his children, I think, came over to our home and received it. And it was just a wonderful thing. Just a couple of award winner stories I wanted to share. It was That's a very nice story. Um, Barry was quite a guy. Um, Sheila. I yes, ma'am. There Real you quick. are. Yeah. Real quick. Penny, does something such as a radio broadcast fall under BOP? Absolutely. We okay. we uh, expanded the criteria. So if it's media, it falls under the it falls under the criteria. And I also I should have said if you're a newsletter, you want to nominate your newsletter, um, you should ask your affiliate president or the editor of that newsletter to nominate the article. So and all of the particulars are in the February Braille Forum. So take a look at that. If you're going to send in a nomination, just to try to cover all the bases. All right. And we have one minute left. And so I'm going to ask Ann Brash very, very, give me 10 seconds because Carrie Muth is behind you. Okay. 10 seconds is, I just want to be sure that all of you know that the letters are really important because they are part of the criteria of how the awards committee decides the awards. So please write the best letter you can. Thank you very much. And Carrie. Yeah, hi. I, I'm the co-chair of the awards committee. And I want to say Janet and Peter did an awesome job. I just want to say it was a, a great privilege last year. And it was a great shock to Janet um, getting the award. And it, it was so much fun going behind her back her, on the committee and surprising her because she had no clue. But, you know, it, it, it's a great thing. And these people really deserve it you know, these awards and, you know, it really means something special to them. And I, I think it's great that we're able to, you know, recognize um, people and things that are helping us improve lives for the blind community. So thank you. It is. And thank you. Just, just as a reminder, and, the, and, the email address is acbawards1 at gmail.com. All right, Peter. And I think we're just about clear, but now we hear from Larry Gassman last. <laughs> we're almost there. We're almost there. <laughs> I want to thank you all very much. Have a great night. Have a wonderful week. And we'll be back with Mark Reichert and uh, Low Vision Services for Kids in Special Ed next Friday night.